1: With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to MyBookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against to spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right. Double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie. ABSOLUTE SPORTS BETTING DEGENERACY. Hey
2: everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday night, which can only mean we're talking some college football with Sex Panther. What's going on, Panther?
0: Oh, I'm just, you know, relishing in my victory of last week. Not that I performed very well. I just performed better than Chubby Zebra. I'll get my, I'll get my little shots in now because I feel like it's going to be the next 30 or 40 minutes of him taking shots at me. So uh, welcome to the show, Fat Zebra.
3: What's going on, Zebra? Well, um, I've spent the last four or five days licking my chops, kind of wandering the field, finding my way. I think I said it before I even did it last week that I knew better than taking short road favorites, and yet I still did, and they didn't pay off. So you will not see a road favorite. Hell, you might not even see a favorite from me this week, but um, <laughs> no more short road favorites for me.
2: Learned your lesson. Damn, that was a, you had a tough one.
3: Uh, I learned my lesson 30 years ago. But it's sometimes you just go back to your old habits.
2: Right, right. I understand. Sex Panther knows. Sex Panther knows. He he keeps going back to the same woman for a while or kept going back to the same woman for a while.
0: I, I sometimes not- question myself heck, going back to any woman. <laughs> I'm
3: not touching that
2: at all. <laughs> All right, well, you gentlemen sent me your list. I've got the list ready to roll. We've got quite a few games to go through. Not as many as last week, though, so hopefully this won't take too long. First up, Sex Panther, Georgia Bulldogs, Vanderbilt. Uh, Georgia is minus 35 on the road.
0: Yeah, I don't even – I'm looking at this going I don't even know why I put this this game down. Here's what I'll say about Georgia. That defense – I don't even know if it's arguable. They look to be the best in the country. Um, just absolutely stellar on defense going against what'll be an overmatched Vanderbilt team. I, you know, I had this written down that I was going to jump all over the Bulldogs but on the road, that many points, I'm going to turn it into a lane. I'm actually just going to uh, lean the Bulldogs. Okay.
3: You know, this would be a very entertaining college baseball game, but it's <laughs> going to be a shit show for a football game. Uh, no play, no watch, nothing for me, yeah, I'm in the
2: same kind of boat here i yeah i'm gonna lean Vanderbilt, I guess, plus the points at home, but this is not a bettable game. I don't have a strong opinion on it at all, so that's it <laughs> first one, first one done let's head on l s u mississippi state uh l s u opened up minus three and a half panther the minus two and a
0: half. Yeah, this is a game that it's just kind of got me scratching my head, if you will. Um, I don't think very highly of LSU. Matter of fact, I heard something a few weeks ago about Ed Orgeron and the Tigers, and it's starting to look like that national championship year of Joe Burrow might be the outlier. And what what we saw last year and what we're seeing so far this year out of the Tigers is who they really are. But my thing is, we're going to bring in the Chubby Zebra. Chubby Zebra is a Chubby Zebra because... He actually is a referee. And I want to talk about that Mississippi State Memphis game from last, last week. Toby Zimmer, I just need to know if the receiving team touches the ball but doesn't receive it, and they just leave it there on the ground, can the other team come in and pick it up and run it back? Or is it
3: dead? What, what, what went on with no, that play? You will see a back judge throw a beanbag when the kicking team touches the ball. That is first touching. And the receiving team will have the option at the end of the play to take the ball and put it in play from there. The kicking team actually needs to possess the football to down it. So in that situation, he, they, Mississippi State never possessed it. So, yeah, it was a live ball. However, if you look at the back judge coming in, he does indeed make motion to stop the clock he gives one uh, motion to stop the clock. And in college football, that right there should have been reviewed and killed the play. So, yeah, I mean, it, Memphis did what Memphis should do in that situation because nothing can go wrong if you're the receiving team unless you commit a penalty. That's the only time something can go wrong. But you've got a free roll. If you pick that ball up and fumble and the kicking team takes it in for a touchdown – You've got the option of taking the ball at the first touching spot, which would have been the first spot the kicking team touched it.
0: Well, that's exactly what happened. Memphis turned that into a 94-yard touchdown, and that kind of swung the momentum of the game. You look at the stats here, and I'm just scratching my head of how Mississippi State lost this game. They were about two to one in yardage. The quarterback was 50 of 67. For 420 yards, no turnovers, and Mississippi State somehow found a way to lose that game. Which brings us to this game at home against LSU. I think Mississippi State is the far better team. The Mike Leach air raid offense is going to be in full display. Probably a little pissed off at the result of last week's game. I am going to money line oh. the Bulldogs. They're going to beat the Tigers outright.
3: This is a game that was on my radar as well and is and is on my card this week. Mississippi State, they've been tested in their two and one start this year, while LSU's only test was against UCLA and they failed it. Uh, uh both these quarterbacks have been doing well and and Will Rogers of Mississippi State is gonna need to continue that against LSU's pressure. Uh, LSU does lead the nation in sacks, but if you look at their schedule, you'll understand why. They've been playing basically a glorified high school offensive line twice so far. Um, State's got a quick hitting passing game, should be the neutralizer in this one. Everybody will be focusing on the offense, but it's actually going to be the defense of Mississippi State that's going to make the difference. Mississippi State is going to do a better job of controlling the ball with that offense and the tempo, and their defense will be will take over when they need it. Uh, neither side's going to run the ball well, but at home, Mississippi State's short passing game and the, and the Cowbells will get the job done. I'm with you. I'm money lining Mississippi State.
2: Ooh, plus 110. Best I can find. Panther, how much money are you putting down on this one? 25
3: Uh, Yeah, let's go $25. All
2: right, Zebra, are you Give still the twenty?
3: give me the standard 20 on mississippi state money line gotcha gotcha all
2: right i I don't have a strong opinion on this game uh line shift kind of worries me lsu from three and a half down to two and a half i'm gonna lean lsu here i'm gonna lean them but i don't have a play in this one
3: well you could lean yourself a loser right there oh
2: look at what is this firing shots at the wrong guy uh boise state utah state next up boise state minus nine away from the blue turf panther
0: Away from the blue turf, Boise State's played really well, but surprisingly to me, I got this one wrong last week. I thought Utah State would get whacked by Air Force. They did not. They put up 45 points last week. Now they're at home catching nine. I don't know if they can win this game. Boise State's really, really good, but nine points, I think they can keep it that close. I will pull a zebra here and bet 25 bucks on the home dog.
3: I can't believe I'm, I'm backing you again, but I have been a Utah State backer this year, and I think I told you last week that that was my lean against Air Force. Boise's dominated this series. They've won the last five and nine of the last ten. In fact, in the last 25 years, Boise's 15-4-1 against the spread when playing the Aggies. The Mountain West, they want some national exposure and has moved this game to a 10 a.m. local time spot so it can be on CBS. To me, that's a body clock game for both teams and benefits the home team more than the visitors. Utah State, they've got two road wins against FBS teams this year, having beaten Washington State by three in Pullman and Air Force by four in Colorado Springs last week. While Boise, they've lost a couple close ones to quality opponents. I think Boise probably wins this game, but I do like Utah State to keep it close. Give me Utah State plus the nine and a half.
2: Oh, there we go. Kiss of death i like this play i like this play an awful lot utah state at nine or plus nine at home oh i love this play i'm gonna put 50 bucks on utah state
3: Ho! Oh. what are we one and one so far in the kiss of death games
2: i have to look that up the this
0: kiss... is week four so I, th- I think we're one and two because notre dame
2: oh the big one
0: last right, week Right,
2: right yeah i forgot about so notre dame
0: That's what we get for fading the Irish. Oh, Jesus.
2: All right, next up, Louisville's going to Florida State. Uh, Seminoles at home plus one and a half.
0: Now, this is one of the situations where I'm going to fade a team. Florida State's bad. They're they're absolutely bad. And matter of fact, they're so bad that they're talking about a relatively inexperienced Deion Sanders maybe coming in and being their next head coach. I think there will be a coaching change at some point. Uh, I, I don't know if Norvell gets through the year or not, but Louisville's got enough talent uh, to go on the road and beat a really just disappointing, dysfunctional Florida State team. I'll lay the one and a half and put a quarter on
3: the Cardinals. You know, I'll lean that way with you, but as I said earlier, short road favorites in me don't get along. <laughs> Louisville actually surprised me last week with a, with a nice win against Central Florida. And Florida State is awful. I mean, that team might win only a couple, two games all season if they even get there. I'll lean Louisville, but not a play.
2: Yeah, I'm in the same boat, Zebra. I'm leaning Louisville. Couldn't quite get there. Man, minus one and a half. That's a weird, weird number, too. Good luck, Panther.
0: I appreciate that.
2: Kansas State next up. This is this is the Kansas State team that was going to get whacked by Nevada, according to you guys. Uh, K State on the road, plus five and a half. Oh, I can still get you six if you want it.
0: You know, I've, I've matured at my old age, and I'm I'm not too proud to admit when I was wrong. And I think I'm wrong on this K State team. Um, they're. they're, they're well-coached, they're well-disciplined, and uh, they've they played that way. I don't know if they'll beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State seems like they've changed their identity. You know, Mike Gunday used to be this fun and gun, run it up and down, run up 50, 60 mm-hmm. points. Now they're kind of a defensive juggernaut. Uh, I expect this to be a low-scoring game, and with it being low-scoring, I expect Kansas State to keep it within those six points. I'll put a quarter
3: on K-State plus six. Gotcha. I'm with you. I was wrong last week with Nevada. Also, the quarterback change with Kansas State from uh, was a Skylar Thompson to uh, Will Howard uh, proved it proved to be the right move for the Wildcats. I don't have a play on this one. Uh, moral support for you, but that's all I can give. All right.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I have to lean K State in this one. It's so close. I, I do, man, I wish I was still getting that seven and a half. But uh, at six, I'm just going to lean K-State. I think you're probably right, Panther. I just couldn't quite get there.
0: Seven and a half
2: to six. Vegas agrees. Oh, absolutely. Next up, Akron. The Zips are going to Ohio State, Panther. You've been chomping at the bit for this game. Uh, It's uh, Ohio State minus 48 and a half.
0: 48 and a half. It's come down a point. I think it's going to come down uh, a lot more. So it was announced like you know I, I posted that message what three hours or so ago uh, ohio state announced that uh, cj stroud will not start will not play will serve as only an emergency quarterback i find this to be slightly disrespectful but at the same time akron is like one of the worst 10 teams in all of college football this line is astronomical i've not seen anything out of the ohio state defense including last week where they didn't let their defensive coordinator call the plays that they're 50 points better than anybody else i want a piece of akron plus seven freaking touchdowns 25 bucks on the zips
3: all right wow um <laughs> this is a game that i can't touch um wow I, can, I i don't know what to say i'm shocked that you're taking a game with that many points and, and actually want to play it all right I, i'm leaning akron here pretty heavily
2: uh, it's almost a bet i probably should bet it god damn it okay I'll, I'll do it you talk me into a panther i'll jump on it with you i'll put my, my... So i didn't
0: say a word <laughs> uh,
2: no, i'm I'm, lean. I'm gonna lean akron here it, it's a lot of points they should cover there's no i keep looking at these stats there's no reason why they shouldn't cover it's a hard hard lean on akron man
0: i, I just need akron to get like 10 points that might be impossible <laughs> Ohio, State's, Ohio State's defense is trash, and they don't have their quarterback. Like, you really think Ohio State's going to get in the 50s without Stroud? Maybe, but uh, I, I don't think so.
2: I'm not one of those people that likes to hit the panic button with a backup quarterback coming in. I like to, you know, I kind of do the opposite. So, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. All right, next up, we've got Hawaii, New Mexico State. The Rainbow Warriors on the road, minus 17.
0: You know, I think we can all mutually agree that New Mexico State is not a great team. <laughs> but Hawaii, in of itself, is two different teams. There's Hawaii at home, and then there's Hawaii on the mainland. And on the mainland, they might be the equivalent of UMass or UConn or Temple. Like, they're really, really bad. And they're going to give up 17 points? I don't see it. New Mexico State at home, plus 17, that's a $25 play for me.
3: You know, again, I I like home dogs, but this is a this is a real dog. That that team is terrible. I mean, they barely beat South Carolina State last week. I, I don't think I can do it. I did see Hawaii play a little bit last week and wasn't that impressed. And that was a home game, but this this spread has me scratching my head as to what's behind it. Uh, I wish you luck. I think you're on the right side, but. I'm not, gonna, I'm not playing it with you.
2: Yeah, I'm going to echo Zebra here. I'm leaning this way. I'm leaning this way really hard. I, think you're on, I, I, I agree. I think you're on the right side of it. I just couldn't quite get there. So it's a heavy lean for me on New Mexico State.
0: Well, we got one KOD so far. Uh, we don't need more.
2: <laughs> we really don't. All right, next up, we're going uh, Arizona's heading to Oregon. Oregon minus 28 and a half at home.
0: Yeah, Oregon is getting spoon-fed, high rankings, high praise, everything over that win at the Horseshoe. I'm just not drinking the Kool-Aid. I think they're a good team. I think they're a fine team. I don't think they're a top-five team, and I sure as hell don't think they're four touchdowns better than another Pac-12 team. I get it, Arizona's not great, but I think they can hang within four touchdowns. So I'm going to put 25 bucks on another
3: road dog. Arizona lost to Northern Arizona at home. Who would have thought that Arizona fans would clamor for the days where Rich Rod was their coach? Because they are <laughs> 10 times worse today than they were under his leadership. This game could get away from them in a hurry. Oregon does like to run it up when they, when they can put their foot on someone's throat. I actually lean the Ducks in this one. I think they're going to try to make a statement to the Pac-12 that they are the team to beat. So, lean on Oregon.
2: I'm with you, Panther. Twenty-eight and a half points is too many. Oregon may want to run up the score. I don't know. I don't know if they can. Uh, I mean, no doubt Arizona's bad. They're real bad, but I don't think that they're going to get blown out by that many points. So, I'm going to jump on it with you. Put my fifty bucks on Arizona.
3: I
0: like my prospects, my losing ways, and now I've got some agreement with you guys i i feel good let's let's move on to zebra's picks now
2: let's do it all right uh first up for zebra we've
3: got smu going to tcu this this is one of the pigs favorite trophies they play for the iron skillet i mean there's so much you can do with a good iron skillet <laughs> So it's one of my favorite games smu's tanner mordecai is coming off a scorching start in Sonny Dyke's offense. He's thrown for over a 1,000 yards and six TDs versus just two picks in three games. They've got a tight end transfer by the name of Grant Cal- Calcaterra, who's become the perfect fit for this offense. He's got 12 catches, 193 yards, and three touchdowns already. He's not the only Mustang that's putting up big numbers. They've got wide receiver Danny Gray, Rashi Rice, and Reggie Robinson Jr. All three of those guys have at least 10 catches, while Gray and Rice lead the team with four touchdowns. TCU running back Zach Evans had a big game with 190 yards against a very good, at least we think it's very good, Cal defense last week. And it was his third 100-yard game in his last four. This game's gonna feature points, but I like SMU plus the nine and a half for one unit. Right.
0: Not a game that I've been looking at. Um, You know, TCU, Big 12 school, used to be the one that actually played defense. I'm not even sure if they play defense anymore. (laughs) SMU can score, can score in bunches. Um, What was the line here? Because he got all excited about the iron skillet. I never got to hear what the line was.
2: TCU minus nine and a half at home.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll I'll agree with Zebra here. I I like the nine and a half, but uh, just a lean for me. Not anything I gave a really hard look to
2: yeah, I agree with Zebra. I think that's the right play. I just couldn't quite couldn't quite get there. Not getting the value I think I need. The ten, maybe, but not the nine and a half. So leaning pretty hard on SMU with you, Zebra.
1: Guess who's back? Back again. My Bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, Djens, proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my Bookie
4: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, next up, we got Texas
2: Tech at Texas. Uh, Longhorn. Zebra, let me tell you, you get your choice here. It's Texas minus seven and a half, minus eight and a half, or minus nine and a half. Holy moly, what a number.
3: You know, this isn't the Texas Tech team that used to throw it around for 400 yards a game on a, on a weekly basis, sometimes in a half. I mean, I remember there's a guy called Mahomes, I think his name is, that threw for 700 one game. Never heard of him. <laughs> but the last time they got to 400 yards was almost two years ago. It was early 2019, early October 2019. Um, against Florida International, They, they star- the quarterback, Tyler Shau, started to look like the NFL prospect that some people tout him as with 399 yards and four touchdowns. Texas, they haven't played a passing game yet, and their secondary is going to be tested for the first time. On the flip side, Texas Tech has not faced much of a running game, and that's what Texas is going to want to do. Tech's front seven is supposed to be the best they've had in years, but they're going to see a huge dose of Bijan Robinson. Texas is going to control the clock with their offense, but in the end, it's Tech that makes the betters the money in this one. I wish I could have got the 11 this thing started at, but I'll take Texas Tech plus the 9.5 for one unit. Yeah, my thing with the Longhorns is I I don't think
0: they moved up uh, when they fired their coach and brought in Steve Sarkeesian. I'm not a Sarkeesian fan. Uh, I've never thought very much of him, and I don't think he has a long shelf life uh, with the Longhorns. Texas Tech, you know, this isn't the Kingsbury uh, Red Raiders, but um, they can still move the ball and put up some points. I mean, hell, I think it was, uh, what, two years ago, They were in a game that was like 65 to 61 or something. They can rack them up pretty big. So uh, 9.5 is a pretty juicy number. I won't jump on anything after the fact. It wasn't written down. I'll just bless Chubby Zebra with my moral support.
2: Man, I like that play an awful lot, Zebra. I think you're on the right side of it. I'm not quite there. The 9.5, though, is tempting. I'll tell you what, something else is tempting. I keep looking at this money line. I would tell you, I wouldn't be mad if somebody took Texas Tech plus 298 plus 300. I think they could, I think this potential upset here. All right, we are moving on. I like when he doesn't even respond to me. That makes me feel. It yeah, silences agreement. <laughs> West Virginia's going to
3: OU. Sooners minus 17. Oklahoma was my preseason bet to win the college football championship. And with the uninspiring play they've had so far, I wish we could go back and erase that podcast. (laughs) You know, they were supposed to cruise past Tulane and Nebraska, but both those schools came to play and made it too close for comfort for Sooner fan. Rattler and the offense is yet to find a rhythm and click on all cylinders that we all thought was going to happen this year. And I don't think this is the week that's going to happen either. Their defense is going to have to find a way to stop West Virginia's two-headed monster of quarterback Jared Doge, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, and running back Letty Brown. Oklahoma will be singing the school song at the end of the game and get their ninth straight win over the Mountaineers, but it's going to be us West Virginia betters that are singing money, money, money. Give me West Virginia plus the 17.
2: I like it. What do you got, Panther?
3: My ears are bleeding from hearing him sing like that. (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: Look, Oklahoma falls under that category of teams that you just can't trust. I trust them to win, I think. But, you know, Zebra nailed it on the head. I'll give them a pass on Tulane. Tulane plays teams tough but not Nebraska. I hate Nebraska. Scott Frost has like already got one foot in the unemployment line, and you only beat them by, what, five or six points? It's just so hard to trust Oklahoma and th- those two, two particular games. We're at home, so they're not even taking care of business in Norman. I agree with Zebra here. I love the Mountaineers, just not enough to bet them a heavy lean on West Virginia.
2: Yeah, again, I'm agreeing with you, Zebra. I'm leaning West Virginia pretty hard. I have it right at 17. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'll lean West Virginia because, you know,
3: but (laughs) I have it as a dumb push. That could be a classic backdoor cover. You could get the backdoor easily with West Virginia. They're not going to quit right right i think so
2: and i'm just going to tell oklahoma have fun in the sec you motherfuckers <laughs> that's going to be a disaster florida atlantic is going to air force next up it was four let's see here let's get the most current line yeah it is four still
3: it's still four mm-hmm. you know this is an alfred hitchcock special uh, friends and i used to always like to name our bets based on what was going on when you got the owls versus the falcons You know, this is a game of the birds. Florida Atlantic's only loss was to a very, very good Florida Gator team that we all underestimated at the beginning of the season. And Florida Atlantic looks much better than many people thought preseason. Last year, Florida Atlantic relied on a stout defense and a run-heavy offense. The 2021 Owls are exactly what Air Force doesn't want to see, though, a a top-passing attack. Look what happened to Air Force last week against Utah. Utah State, you know, Utah State's air attack. Air Force was lit up in that game. And Florida Atlantic, you know, has a roster full of transfers from places like Penn State, Miami, and Clemson. So it's not, you know, these are guys that couldn't get on the field at the big boy, big boy schools, but they're going to play for Florida Atlantic. I I, I could see them going west and actually leaving the academy with a win. But that four is a key number, uh, so I'm going to take the four points and take Florida Atlantic plus four. Mm.
0: Uh, another game, you know, Air, Air Force kind of left me with a little sour taste in my mouth after that loss last week. I was on Air Force against Utah State. Um, one of my concerns with a team like Florida Atlantic with this hodgepodge, motley crew of, of pieces that they're putting together is, uh, you know, they haven't had – a few years to gel together, build up a symmetry. Um, the talent's still there, and you're certainly you're going to get more talent um, than any of the academy schools who get just incredibly gifted, disciplined um, warriors. Uh, I'd like Air Force at home, but I think I like Florida Atlantic plus those points. It's just a lean for me. It's so tough to get to a side. I'll lean Florida Atlantic with the points, but I really don't like this game.
2: Yeah, I'm going to lean Florida Atlantic, too. Oh, God, it's right there. I'm agreeing with you guys so much today, but I just can't bet it. It's another game where I have this dumb push, so I'm thinking Zebra's looking for another some more backdoor action. All right, next up, we've got California going to Washington. This one's been glued shut for the most part. It opened at 7.5. It is 7.5 now.
3: You know, this is a tale of two very underwhelming teams that had expectations and just hasn't lived up lived up to them. Cal... Cal uh, was beaten by Nevada at home in their opener, and they lost a shootout at TCU. They gave up 30, 30 to Sacramento State in their only win this season. However, Washington, you know, kind of says, hold my beer, boys, because (laughs) they lost the home opener to Montana. The Grizzlies came in and took $675,000 and the win. However, last week, Washington got right. They had a 52-3 drubbing over Panthers, Arkansas State, Red Wolves. And they were physically and psychologically ready for the Bears to come a-call in this week. Washington, they're 8-3 straight up and 7-4 and ATS in the last 11 against Cal. The Sailgators out there on Lake Washington are going to depart in happy moods after this one. Give me my only favorite of the week, despite the really unattractive number. I'll take Washington and lay the seven and a half.
0: And Washington's kind of, you know, I I hated them. Admittedly, I hated them. Um, And I thought Arkansas State would show better. But uh, now we just got a tale of two teams. Are they as bad as they showed in their first two games? Or is they as good as they showed against, you know, an overmatched Arkansas State I don't know. All I know is the Pac-12, half of the conference, half, already, three games in a season, have two losses already, Washington being one of the, uh, both teams being two of those six teams. Uh, I don't like this game. I think Washington has the recruits, has the uh, pedigree, if you will, to take care of business, but there's no way I'm betting on the Huskies. So a little moral support on Washington.
2: Yeah, I've been trying to talk myself into betting California because I think that's the play with that seven and a half number. Mm,
3: mm-mm. Leaning California pretty hard. I'm not gonna do it.
2: Ugh. I'll let you I'll let you skate on that one.
3: I, I don't like the number, but for some reason I I see this as being a three score game. Mm. So I I'm I'm laying the seven and a half to, against my better judgment.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh Wake Forest and Virginia. Wake Forest opened up plus four. They're plus three and a half now. Doesn't matter. I was a little pissed that I'm not getting the four, but I, just, I still think three and a half is a, a fine number. Give me Wake Forest. Fifty bucks plus three and a half.
0: Uh, this is a Friday night special. This is one of the games I was initially on, and in doing a little bit more research and digging deeper, I fell less in love with it, but I liked Virginia at home Uh, Lay in the four. Now it's three and a half. Makes me wonder if I was on the wrong side of it. But uh, I'll stand by my initial reaction. I just don't really think much of either one of these ACC schools. So I'll lean on the Cavaliers.
3: All right. I I don't like either side in this game, but I would like to be able to watch it. However, with a Friday 7 o'clock kickoff, uh, I'll be on some rotten football field in south of Wabash, Indiana watching some high school kids play and wishing I was watching this one. So I I don't have a play, but I think this is going to be a good football game. So I, if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, I would, I would suggest tuning in and watching.
2: All right. Next up, I'm going for some big 12 action. Iowa state is going to Baylor. I've been shitting on Iowa state all season for a reason. They bit me in the ass last week. I don't think they're going to bite me in the ass this week. I just don't like Iowa State. They're unimpressive for the most part. They're playing an undefeated Baylor team, and they're having to lay seven? No way. Give me Baylor, 50 bucks plus seven points.
0: Well, if you dig a little deeper, you see Baylor's uh, level of competition has been uh, Mary's School of the Blind, uh, Zebra School of the Deaf, and some D- Division II school. I'm not even sure if they are Division II. Yeah, they're 3-0, and and they put up gaudy stats, but uh, this is a huge step up in level of competition. Uh, I like Iowa State for the win. I just don't know if they cover. I'll
3: lean the Cyclones.
2: You're stepping on my lazy rhetoric.
3: You know, Iowa State's offense should be good, but (laughs) they've really done nothing to impress people. Baylor did have a a very formidable opponent in Kansas last week, which, (laughs) you know, got off on the right foot in their Big 12. But then again, I think any team in the country can beat Kansas. So I – I need to see a little bit more of Baylor against a quality opponent before I give a play or a lean on this, but I'll be with you there in spirit, hoping that the Cyclones can cash your ticket.
2: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Next up, UCLA Stanford. UCLA opened up minus four. They're minus five at some books now. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I'm taking a home dog here in Stanford. Stanford plus five
0: fifty. It'll be just like Chip Kelly to just tease you, like, "Oh, look, UCLA's over the hump. <laughs> they've done this, they've done that, and then they shit the bed." I, I just don't trust Chip Kelly and these UCLA Bruins. He has no excuse. This is his team, right? He's in his fourth year. These are his recruits. Um, he has no excuse here. Stanford, I think they kind of came out of the gates pretty well uh they are you know with a rookie quarterback uh davis mills who's playing for the uh, houston texans tonight is no longer at stanford so um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah, just compare him to andrew luck or you know john elway something, something like that uh i just i can't get to a side here i think stanford is probably playing higher than they really are and ucla just sucks. I, I camped at UCLA's. I'll lean the Cardinal plus the points, but I'm not touching this game.
3: All right. I'm with you with the Stanford lean. It's going to be their first home game, believe it or not, in week four of the season. They've had, you know, at Kansas State, then they had made the short trip down the coast to USC, and then they came to the Midwest and, you know, or the South, I guess, Southeast, and played. You know Vanderbilt, but a lot of miles on the on the Stanford plane. But I, I'm with you. I think this football team's better than we're giving them credit for. Uh, their two and one record is is formidable, and it should might even be three and one. I think they could actually beat UCLA this week at home. Oh, oh, oh! I like it.
2: Uh quick update for you guys: Marshall's up thirty to twenty-one over App State just now. Just scored a touchdown. Just just wanted to get that in there. All right. Indiana is playing Western Kentucky. I tried to clue you guys in that there's something really fishy about this line. Uh, Western Kentucky opened up plus 10. They're plus nine now. This number seemed weird to me. It felt like it should have been higher. I don't have a real opinion on Western Kentucky, otherwise, other than to say there's something really fucking weird about this line. So give me 50 bucks on Western Kentucky.
0: Now the Hilltoppers have been on the verge of kind of like oh getting over that clip of being slightly better than just a mediocre mid-major. Like They've they flirted with some upsets over teams like uh, App State and Tulane and, and some of these other better-known mid-majors. Indiana, I'm going de- to defer to Chubby Zebra on them. I didn't watch the game. He maintains they should have beat Cincinnati. All I know is they didn't. They, they took a lead and squandered it and let Cincinnati bitch-slap them in the second half. Um, but the fact that the line movement is what it is, I was already leaning Western Kentucky with the 10, but uh, I, I can't get there. It's just a, I don't know enough about either one of these teams, and I certainly don't trust the Hoosiers anymore. So I'll lean Western Kentucky.
3: Well, I'm 0-2 playing the Hoosiers this year. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that's the best 1-2 football team in the country. They actually... I mean, they, they dominated the game against Cincinnati, but wound up losing by two touchdowns. They had a 14 to nothing lead when they had a stop and not a flag on the field. I mean, referees and college and pros love throwing flags. There wasn't even a flag on the field, and the replay official buzzes down and stops it and puts, puts their best linebacker out with a questionable targeting. That led to a scoring drive. They, turned, they got to the inside the 10-yard line three times and produced zero points. Nothing that Cincinnati did; just stupid mistakes on the Hoosiers' part. They turned the ball over in their own territory, which led to three points at the end of the first half. They turned the ball over in their own territory in the second half, that led to eight points for Cincinnati. I've never seen a team actually dominate a game and lose by 14 in 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 a situation like that. Indiana's better than you give them credit for. And if Michael Penix gets his head screwed on straight, this is a very good football team, but. I'm done playing them. They've cost me enough money and enough grief this year, but <laughs> I, I'm done. I, I'm done. So I'm no, no mean, no play, no nothing. But damn it, come on, Hoosiers.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you, Z. If officials were good at their doing their job, we wouldn't need fucking replay to begin with. So come on.
3: Shots fired. I, you know, I, I, I hear it all. 17 years of this, I've heard <laughs> it all. So keep bringing it. <laughs>
2: last game the big finale notre dame is going to wisconsin uh notre dame who likes to screw all three of us over (laughs) last week is plus six and a half on the road panther or it's not on the road it's neutral site right
0: neutral neutral site both teams are on the road uh i'm really confused somehow wisconsin is getting dubbed the home team and soldier field so doesn't mean notre dame's the home team when they go to Lambeau next year i'm just Kind of confused on how they come up with this shit, but uh, yeah, Notre Dame screwed us last week. Which, if I have to bet against my Irish for them to play better—not good, but better—maybe uh, that's the play here. But they they're battling so many different things. Okay, they they've got injuries. They got you know half their defense is new. They were playing with their third starting left tackle last week. They're battling injuries on the offensive line. They had three guys go. Uh, into the NFL draft this year. Um, The the two things I want to look at here is, one, Wisconsin did not play last week. They're coming off a bye week, so they've had two weeks of prep for this week. And two, the Jack Cowan factor, uh, as we've documented multiple times, Jack Cowan is the graduate transfer from the Wisconsin Badgers, came over to Notre Dame, who I didn't have high hopes for, but I think he's played very well. It's a, he's conservative. He's not flashy. He's, he's going to be, you know, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, he gets the job done, but it, you don't want him to have to run or, or put the game on the line. But he's been efficient, and I think that's kind of all we need out of him. I need to see more Kyron Williams. I need to see more out of this Notre Dame rushing attack. But going back to that offensive line, I think it's why we're not seeing it. I think Notre Dame can win this game. I can think they also could lose this game. But I think no matter what happens, it's closer than six and a half. I'm put 25 bucks on the Irish plus six and a half.
3: Hmm. I'm baffled as to why the total is 45. I guess they're – I mean, Notre Dame's defense that we've seen has not really been that good. It must be an indictment on the Wisconsin offense. And that right there – tells me this game's going to be tight just because of the low total because Wisconsin can't score. I, I mean, Jack Cohen, this should be a revenge game for him. He's going up against a quarterback that, that basically took his job I, I, I can't get to a side on this. I'd love to take Notre Dame if I could get myself the 7 if it pops up. This might be a game where it's really good opportunity to play in-game. And if Wisconsin somehow gets an early field goal or an early touchdown, and you can grab the Irish plus a 9, 10 that I'd be all over that. But right now I'm going to lay off, but if anything – I'll take the Irish on a live bet if the number gets over a touchdown.
2: Mm, I like it. I like that philosophy. Uh, but as it sits right now, I'm going to lean Notre Dame here too. I, I have Wisconsin winning by six and change. So too close for me. I think you're probably going to end up on the right side, Panther. But man, I don't like this game. So just to lean for me on the Irish.
0: Oh, I'm definitely on the wrong side. <laughs> they, they, I, I'm 0-3. The fuck? They, they screwed me three weeks in a row. Like mm. whatever side I pick they're going to screw me. So yeah. Uh, go Badgers. I don't know. <laughs> go Badgers.
2: All right. That's all the bets we had this week. Zebra, any final thoughts on, on the week or maybe the week that was
3: no back to my dog days. Um, you know, six dogs, one bad numbered favorite that I think is going to roll. So I learned my lesson last week. Uh, hopefully it will be the last time I, I do it, but probably not. But <laughs> let's get back to the winning ways with the underdogs and catch some tickets as the, as the weekend progresses. All right, Panther, take us home.
0: I don't want to count my chickens before they're hatched, but it looks like I might start the weekend 1-0 when tonight's over. But, uh, look, no Panther parlay. I'm I, driving in the dark in the middle of Iowa. Nothing to slap together. But what I will tell you is we're hanging out on the website. We're on the app, Facebook, Twitter. Shoot the shit with us. We'll shoot it back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did last week what you're going to do this week. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all.
1: Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may
4: not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this
1: podcast
4: be held responsible for damages related to its contents. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.